So this is the second part of the Cafe American podcast. We weren't talking about politics so much. You can find me also on Podbean, Stitcher, uh, I don't know, a couple of other things. I'll post it wherever. Uh, but this was an interesting um, article that I found. It's about a Freedom of Information Act requ request that not many people would have, one, found, and two, there's a reason why this information was put out in that Freedom of Information Act request. Uh, we were talking about, I had a hard stop last time, which is why we're picking up the next day. Uh, so the last thing I left off with was an invisibility cloak, which you can look up on YouTube. You can find videos of American soldiers coming out of literally nowhere, and you see kind of uh, predator movie silhouettes that move around until all of a sudden they become visible. So it is out there, it is being done, and uh, it's no, that's not really the big deal. But the other stuff is, uh, including this one, traversable wormholes, stargates, and negative energy, and also high-frequency gravitational wave communications. So this is interesting because now the United States government is trying to figure out how to travel through wormholes. And they're saying traversable wormholes. So that implies that they've already found wormholes, except they're not traversable. And it also implies that they would like to create wormholes. And it, we also now have confirmation of stargates. And stargates, for those of you that may or may not be aware of, are ancient, ancient structures or devices that are found across the planet that allow the human, or anybody else for that matter, uh, to travel from Earth to anywhere where this Stargate may lead. So that could be another planet, it could be another dimension, it could be another solar it could be anything. Um, now, what's interesting about Stargates is that a lot of people have said, this is the reason why the United States is going all over the world and bombing the hell out of people, because they're looking for ancient archaeological technologies that are so far advanced, so more well-advanced than anything that we currently have now, that they're trying to round all of these items up, including Stargates, which is one of the reasons why uh, Saudi Arabia is bombing Yemen with the blessings of the United States is because supposedly there is a Stargate back there or off the coast of Yemen that they're trying that is being activated that they're trying to control. Same thing in Iraq. Saddam Hussein apparently had all sorts of French and German archaeologists ravaging the countryside looking for ancient technology, including Stargates and negative energy. Uh, this is the third part of that uh, request. Negative energy is, I, I would assume. Uh, antimatter. So you're talking about making a destructive force exponentially more larger than the than the matter it took to create the antimatter. So it's not ten times; it is ten times, ten times, ten times, ten times, et cetera, so on and so forth. Uh, this is this is interesting. Uh, the next thing is high frequency gravitational wave communications. So I'm not completely sure exactly what the hell that is. Um, if we're talking about gravitational waves, you can f sort of find them. They, they have evidence of them, but I contend the word gravity is more suitable under the name frequency of awareness because gravity, uh, unless you read Nikola Tesla and then you've got something else. But uh, it seems as though gravity isn't something that is uh, what, what they think it is, but it's more along the lines of a frequency of awareness. So if you are aware energetically you know, it, it, at a certain level, then you are going to gravitate towards, not to mean, not to use the word, uh, or stick to 
other items that are vibrating on the same frequency because everything is frequency. Everything is a sound wave. Everything is a wave. Well, not necessarily a sound wave, but everything is a wave. So if we all vibrate at a certain frequency, then so does this reality. So does this uh, whatever you have, desk, guitar, pen, paper. It's all vibrating at the same frequency. So that's supposedly gravity. The next group of, <laughs> of these items are ridiculous. Anti-gravity for aerospace applications. So I guess we're talking about UFOs. Field effects on biological tissues, whatever that means. Metamaterials for aerospace applications. Now, metamaterials, we're basically talking about here. Uh, T-1000 from Terminator. How these metals are able to reshape and reform themselves during aerospace operations, which could mean... Uh, uh, anything, any sort of space debris, space in quotes, because we're not sure exactly what space could mean, um, that hits an object, and that object is able to take on its original shape after the impact. Uh, the next, warp drive, dark energy, and manipulation of extra dimensions. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? We are talking about creating an energy device from dark energy, that is so powerful that we are able to manipulate extra dimensions, meaning not just the third dimension, but the fourth, fifth, sixth, so on and so forth dimensions. We're talking about manipulating the realities of space and time and reality. <laughs> so, and they want all this. Materials for advanced aerospace platforms. So we don't know what that means. Aerospace applications of programmable matter which goes back to that other one, metamaterials for aerospace applications. So programmable matter means the same thing. It means that we want this shape to remain as it is no matter what happens. Wow. Okay. Space communication implications of quantum entanglement and non-locality. So non-locality is when you manipulate two atoms or two really, really small bits of energy and say, when they are together, they will always take this shape. So if it does not, if they are not together, all of a sudden this shape does not maintain itself. Or this, this uh, property doesn't maintain itself. So they're talking about manipulating the fabric of reality here to make sure that cert when certain atoms or certain bits of energy are combined, they maintain that way. You're talking about literally creating new things from nothing you're talking about the restructuring of dna to <laughs> to allow space communication because apparently communication in space is not going very far so what they're saying is is that if we can manipulate matter and manipulate these atoms in such a way that that it maintains itself then we can all of a sudden com uh, communicate over vast distances Magneto-hydrodynamics, air-breathing propulsion, and power of for aerospace applications. Beats the shit out of me, but magneto-hydrodynamics. Why are they talking about magneto-hydrodynamics for aerospace applications? Well, let me tell you. This has to go back with the words that we were talking about that the ancients used that were interchangeable with everything else. If we're assuming that these words are true and what they're saying is true, then this takes on a whole different, uh, a whole different, uh, essentially dynamic, because, like I said before, the ancients had a word uh, for. 
<laughs> sniffed my nose. I had a word for uh, continents, land masses, gods, and it also was interchangeable with planets. Now, they also had the same word for water, abyss, and space was also interchangeable. So magnetohydrodynamics, you're talking about manipulating essentially magnetism and electromagnetic frequency with hydrodynamics, right? So water, water, and air-breathing propulsion and power for aerospace applications. So magneto, ma the magnetic fields that have to do with liquids and water, uh, powering aerospace applications. So why would they need that unless they, uh, unless the ancients were onto something here? Maybe there is a lot more water in the void, which really would make it not a void, in space, and how they're trying to harness those electromagnetic properties in space so that they allow for... Um, they, they would allow for powering their whatever they want to power. And negative mass propulsion. Well, I have no idea what the hell that is. So what? <laughs> so we're talking about here with all of these. And this is just one page. This was just a, an article of 38. The other uh, applications that I don't talk about or the other patents that were released in this Freedom of Information Act or requests, uh, they, they are along the same lines. But you get the idea here that they – and a lot of this is another thing. That's shocking. A lot of these applications and theories were spoken about in the 50s. So these, this research has been going on for 70 years. And you wonder where $21 trillion goes, right? <laughs> the Pentagon lost $21 trillion. Now you're starting to find out where it's actually going. It's going to space. It's going to underground bunkers. It's going into research like this. And if they've been talking about this for 70 years, you can only imagine what they have right now. So keep your eyes peeled for more stories that get leaked like this because the implications of, of items like this, is sta they're staggering because you're talking about the complete manipulation of reality. You're talking about generating a matrix, validating Elon Musk's claim. And think about this. If they actually get through all of this and manipulate reality and they're moving through wormholes. Now, if a wormhole could be what? Wormhole moves you or, or your awareness through time and space, right? So you can go through a wormhole and end up at a time that's way in the future or way in the past. You're talking about time travel, right? Or you're talking about an alternative present. You're talking about time travel. And so if you're talking about time travel, that means in the future, guess what? Every single bit of our history has been nothing more than fuckery from our future selves to try and manipulate a better future or a future that benefits the, the party that went back in time the best. So really, you could possibly have warring time-traveling factions from the future that have been completely fucking around with all of us for literally eons, which would make a lot of sense if you think. If you think about it, right? So this is the second part. I'll probably be doing more podcasts along these lines because it's so fascinating because you talk about uh, ancient technology, ancient cultures, and how the myths are actually true. They're just describing the same technology that we all know and love in the best way that they know how to. So you come up with these gigantic, enormous stories 
of, of, of destruction and, and liberation and a golden age and, and what it's like to live in before the golden age. So that's it for me. This is the Cafe American Podcast. I'm your intrepid host, Christian. You can find me on Podbean, Stitcher. I believe you can find me on, uh, on, on YouTube now if I can get the fucking thing to work. And a couple of other platforms. I'll post them all. Look for me on Instagram, too. That's Cafe American Podcast. You can also fire up Google. I am now, if you type in Cafe American Podcast, I am now one of the are the top three or four hits on Google. I was fighting fisticuffs with a uh, restaurant in Denmark, but now I've finally taken the, the, the reins here. So until next time, gird your loins and stay positive.